Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. You've joined us for the evening service of Pineville Grace Fellowship. And Mark is going to read some scriptures for us, and we're going to sing some hymns and a song, and then we'll get into the other part of our service. I want to welcome everyone uh, tonight. Gary Tripp, welcome aboard. And I'm going to have Mark read for us. First Peter 4, 10 through 16. As every man hath received the gift, even so much the same one to another, as good stewards the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth to God in all things may be glorified. With Jesus Christ, to whom be praised, the meaning forever and ever. Amen. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also to exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ. Happy are ye, for the Spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. And where was that found again? First Peter four ten through sixteen. Okay, thank you for that. Yes. Okay, tonight we're going to be singing. We're singing from the old school hymnal, and the first one is going to be "Humble Souls Who Seek Salvation" on page two sixty seven. Mark, you want to start that for us? Yes. Humble souls who seek salvation through the land's redeeming blood hear the voice of revelation tread the path that Jesus trod follow him your only savior in his mighty name confide in the whole of your behavior of him as your sovereign guide here the blessed redeemer calls you listen to his gracious voice 
I will not fear ten thousand men entrenched surrounding me. Arise, O Lord, save me, my God. You punish all my foes. You smite the face of wicked men. Their teeth break with your blows. Deliverance is from the Lord. Salvation is alone. Oh, let your blessing evermore be on your people shown. Okay, well, I want to thank all of those who've joined us tonight, and I think we had 28 with us this morning in this morning service, and uh, welcome aboard, Carrie, Pedro, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Welcome aboard, Mark Kennedy, and I'm going to go over now to the other side on TalkShoe and see if I can unmute Mark, Mike, and get him um, situated here. So he's going to be a part of the service tonight as well. Um, it's always a blessing to be able to come around uh, the Word of God. And regardless of how many times we read the Word of God, we always get something new out of it, don't we? There's always something fresh for us in God's Word. <clears throat> I'm watching for Brother Mark. See, there he is. It didn't take him long. Good evening, Brother Mark. How are you this evening? Good evening, Brother. How's the uh, great state of California tonight? Oh, nice and pleasantly warm. Not too, not too hot. Not too cold That's, yet. That's good. Well, it got a, it got here. It it, it kind of lingered around 50, 55. We had a nice oh. campfire out. We had a nice campfire out this afternoon, so it was nice to be out by the campfire and everything. It's always good. Yeah, it's always good to see the changing of the of the leaves during this. I love this time of the year. It's a beautiful time of the year. Um, Yes, I have noticed that the light, something about the sunlight looks different than other times of the year. That's interesting, yeah. Well, I want to thank uh, all of our guests. Uh, welcome aboard Barry Henderson as well. And tonight, um, we're going to be looking at a passage in Second Peter. Second all right. Peter chapter, Second Peter chapter 1. And mm-hmm. I plan on, I'm not going to read through the whole chapter, but I'm going to look at the first part and part of the middle and then the latter part. But I'm going to ask Brother Mark if he will read for us 
um, beginning with chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 uh, through verse 8 to start with, 1 through 8. Very good. In the King James Version, the second epistle of Peter, chapter 1, verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Verse 2, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. I love that. Through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Verse 4, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Verse 5, and besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge. Verse 6, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. Verse 7, and to godliness brotherly kindness, into brotherly kindness pretty verse 8 for if these things be in you and abound they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our lord jesus christ i love that yeah there's an awful lot in those eight verses an awful lot yes. packed packed into that that little short passage he starts yeah. out starts out by calling himself a servant and mm-hmm. an apostle he puts yes. his servant puts his servanthood above his apostleship because he says first and foremost he's a servant yeah and also notice that he says who he is a servant uh to not only is he a servant of Jesus Christ, but he's a servant to them that obtained like precious faith. In other words, he's a servant to God's elect. Yes. And he identifies uh, the faith, he identifies the faith as the faith that is through the righteous of God, our Savior Jesus Christ. That is... The faith of Christ. It's not our faith. The faith yes. that's been imputed to us through Jesus Christ. He then talks Amen. about grace, grace and peace being multiplied through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Now, there's a lot of ways that that happens. Uh, it happens through the Holy Spirit showing and revealing us God's word. It also mm-hmm. happens like the Holy Spirit uses our own experiences to further instruct us as well. Yes. And then in verse 3, 
according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. That reminds me a lot of the passage in Ephesians where it says, he has blessed us all with all things in spiritual have to go back there and read that. Blessed us with all things in spiritual places. In uh, Ephesians in the 1, heavenly. 3. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And that's basically what Peter is saying mm-hmm. here. And then he talks about these promises that we've been given. And mm-hmm. he says they're exceeding great. Exceeding great. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes we underestimate mm-hmm. the, great, the greatness of God's promises to us. That we might yeah. be partakers we might be partakers of the divine nature. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I look at my flesh. My flesh. I look at my ten, my proneness to wonder. My proneness to sin. Yep. And I often ask myself, how could I be a partaker of the divine nature? That's but in right. another place, in another place, he tells us in Ephesians that. We have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Yes. That's a, another mind blower. It, it's it's hard for us to, mm-hmm. to see that our, with our fleshly eyes, but with our spiritual eyes, we can see what God has done for us. We might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And then he yes. exhorts us, uh, to be diligent to add to our faith virtue and to virtue knowledge, you know, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with spiritual knowledge. There's nothing wrong with the studying God's word. There's nothing wrong with spending time alone with God in prayer. Uh, mm-hmm. All of those are beneficial to increasing our our spiritual knowledge. And then, of course, he talks about temperance and patience, brotherly Mm -hmm. kindness, and charity. And I am not as patient as I would like to be. And uh, I have asked God to give me more patience. That's one of my weaknesses. I will openly admit that. I'm not the most patient person in the world. But God will help us in these areas. And as far as brotherly kindness and charity, he says that these are fruits. He says, be not unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So there's an awful lot there of practical instruction just for Christian Christian daily living. Now, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have... I'm going to have, uh, do you have any further, before we go on, do you have any further comments about uh, verses 1 through 8 on that passage, Brother Mark? I like verse 3 here. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness 
through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. God has provided everything that we need in this spiritual life that he has called us to. We don't have to try to reach out and grab anything like these prosperity, you know, false gospel people do. God, in his perfection, he's anticipated every need and provided everything to meet that need. So we don't have to reach out and grab anything. God will provide what we need when we need it. And so relax. Everything's provided. That's good. I love it. That's that's really good. Um, You know, in the 10th verse there, he says, Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Now, a lot of Arminians will say, there you go. See, it's Mm. contingent upon upon you doing these things. And if you do these things, you shall never fall. He's He's not talking there about falling from grace. Okay. Right. He's he's talking about falling from our steadfastness in our Christian walk. There's a big difference. There you go. We will never, we will never fall from grace if we're in Christ, because He tells us that He will never pluck us out of His hand, and He tells us that nothing can separate us from His love. Amen. So we amen have to properly interpret. Uh, that um, that scripture. Yes. And he talks about in the very next verse the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And he also mm-hmm. uh, I believe that Peter was getting ready or prepared. He knew that he was going to be facing death at some point. And he says mm-hmm. in verse 15, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. So God must have revealed to him that mm-hmm. he was close to death. And mm-hmm. he said, um, this, is, this is one of the things that he is, um, reminding them of in verse 16. Why don't you read uh, verse 16 for us, Brother Mark? Second Peter chapter 1, verse 16 in the King James. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. I love it. Yeah. Um, you know, this, is, this term, fables, is used also by Paul when he says, mm-hmm. the time will come, they will not endure sound doctrine. He tells us in Timothy, time will come when right. they will not endure sound doctrine, but they will be turned unto fables. Right. And here Peter says we have not followed cunningly devised fables. What are fables? Fables are something that are not true. It's fiction. 
not true. Right. And there's a lot of fables being propagated, like Brother Mark said, yes. especially in the charismatic and the Pentecostal movements, uh, mm-hmm. the name and name it and claim it crowd. Yep. The the um, crowd that says that you have to work up faith, and like Brother Mark says, we can rest in Christ knowing that he has accomplished all things and given us all these things. Yes, and yes. Says, um, and then uh, he says, in verse 19, I think this is a good answer to the charismatics. Mm-hmm. 19. Oh, yeah. We, we mm-hmm. have also a more sure word of prophecy. Wherein to you yes. do well that you heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart, knowing this verse that no prophecy of the scripture of is, is of any private interpretation. Notice mm-hmm. where the notice where the interpretation comes from and the prophecy comes from. The prophecy mm-hmm. came not in old time by the will of man. I like that. Came right. not by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So this has nothing yeah. to do with the free will of man. It didn't come by the will of man. James t- says that, mm-hmm. Paul in James, he says that of his own will he beget us to be the kind of first fruits of his creatures. And he says that every good gift and every perfect gift cometh from above, cometh down from the Father of light, wherein there is no shadow nor turning. That's James. Well, this is basically what Peter is saying here. We go Mm -hmm. back to James 1, uh, verses... 17 and 18, he says, Do not err, verse 16, do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow turning. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. And so both James and Peter. And we know the Apostle John as well as the Apostle Paul and Christ himself all agree mm-hmm. that this had to do with the will of man, not of the mm-hmm. will of the flesh, uh, but of God. And so mm-hmm. this prophecy, now uh, I got an email this week from Brother Ed, and there's this fellow that is accusing Brother Ed, a private interpretation of Scripture, and all Brother Ed was doing was quoting verbatim Scripture. <laughs> wow. That's not, that's not private interpretation. When we're right, reading Scripture, right. for example, if I, if I started reading through, uh, like we've read tonight, uh, mm-hmm. well, like I, had, like I had Brother Mark read 2nd Epistle, Chapter 1, Verses one through eight, and then somebody mm-hmm. sent brother Mark, somebody sent brother Mark an email and says you're into private interpretation. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's not private interpretation. That's reading what the book says. 
okay? Yep. So you have to be clear what what he's talking about. He's talking here about properly dividing the word of truth and also interpreting it in context of what it's talking about, not taking things out of context. Notice the the warning that happens after um, Peter says in verse 21 that the prophecy came in old time, not by the will of man, but by the Holy Ghost. I want to have Brother Mark read chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Second Peter chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, in the King James. Verse 1, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily, that means secretly, shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Verse 2, and many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Woo! Don't want to be there. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's a tough one because he's talking yeah. about several things there. He's talking about those who are speaking falsely, false prophets. And mm-hmm. he's also so speaking of false teachers, and yep. he's talking of what he calls damnable heresies. Damnable yes. heresies. Now, yes. uh, we, we can get a better flavor of what those damnable heresies are. In verse 3, he says, And through covetousness, shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you, who judge mm. now the long lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. Now, yeah. uh, when, when I read that, uh, I'm reminded of another passage of Scripture that talks about hirelings. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, in John 10, it talks about those that try to come up some other way are thieves and robbers. And it talks right. about hirelings. Now, those who are making merchandise of you, you know, I, yes. you can go on go on the Internet and see a lot of people merchandising. You know, they'll mm-hmm. have, their anointing, have their anointing oil. They'll have their healing cloths. They'll have mm-hmm. in Catholic <laughs> church like sell the cookies the wafers for communion, all of these things. Mm-hmm. So he warns here, he says in the fourth verse, for if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of ungodly, turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Delivered just lot, vexed with the filthy conversation wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them, and seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord mm-hmm. knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and 
to reserve the unjust under the day of judgment to be punished. Now, mm. they are uh, presumptuous. He says they walk after the flesh. They despise governments. They are self-willed. Self-willed. Mm-hmm. What does that um, I believe what he's talking about there is those people that think that they are in charge of their own destiny through their own choices, through their own decision-making. And they speak right. evil of dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, now, he says that they're like natural brute beasts in verse 12, taken to be yes. made and destroyed. And he says that they shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, verse 13. Count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. You know, I just saw a, I just saw a little blip on YouTube about the gay pride parade in the city of Jerusalem. And it was mm-hmm. really amazing the amount of debauchery that is allowed mm-hmm. to go on in the city. And they do it right in broad daylight. And that's what he's saying here. That says that they, um, it says that they riot in the daytime, in the daytime, not at night. They riot in the daytime, verse 13. Spots they are and sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. Having eyes full of adultery, you cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls. At heart, they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, he calls them, cursed children. Can mm-hmm. we see this today, Mark? Can we see this today in our society? Um, everywhere. Everywhere yeah. we look. Yeah. And he yep. says in verse 15, he says, they have forsaken the right way and gone astray following the way of Balaam, the son of Bozer, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. I recently was doing a little study on the Babylonian Talmud, and in the Talmud it says that there are, when the Babylonian Talmud was initiated into Judaism, there was two different directions that they were trying to decide which way to go. One was to be as good as they could and live a morally perfect life, or to be as evil as they could under the influence of Satan, and they chose the latter because they thought they would gain more power through doing more evil than doing good. Well, this sounds like this is exactly what this is. They've gone astray the way of Balaam, the son of Boser, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. I heard a... um, Jewish lady, a comedian, on uh-huh. national TV. She said this on national TV. She says, "Yeah, yeah, uh, we're the Jews, and we did kill Jesus. And if Jesus was living again, we'd kill him again." Yeah, that's what wow. she said. Do it again. That she is- goes, "I like the fact that we killed Jesus." That's what she said. Wow, well, this that is. Yeah, now she says, it says here in verse 17, these are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. Yes. Well, 
we know the great news is that we have been redeemed by the blood of Christ. Um, but the problem is in our society, it's amazing how many people are talking about liberty, liberty, freedom, freedom, freedom. There are mm-hmm. broadcasts that are called the Liberty Channels, the Freedom Channels, all of this. Notice what he says in verse mm-hmm. 19. Is why don't you read that for us, uh, verse 19 and 20, Brother Mark. Okay, in Second Peter 2, verses 19 and 20, verse 19. In the King James, well, they promised them liberty. They themselves are the servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome of the same is he brought in bondage. Verse 20, for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. Mm-hmm. You see that a parallel um, here there, a parallel would be we could see the same kind of thought running through um, the first chapter of Romans where he says that um, for the wrath, verse 18 for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteous men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And he Amen. says in verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened and so on. So there, this is a and parallel passage of saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. So he says in verse 21, he says, it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered on them because it happened in them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again. The sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. Notice he doesn't mm-hmm. say the elect. He doesn't say the elect there. Okay? He right. doesn't say the chosen people of God there. Uh, right. What he said is the dog and the sow, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. Repres- representative of those wicked reprobate uh, who mm-hmm. have uh, turned uh, and followed after Balaam. And we see mm-hmm. that again uh, in verse 15. They were following the way of Balaam and the son of Boser, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. So uh, this this is really um, showing us in reality what is going on in our lives today. We look around us and like Brother Mark mm-hmm. said, everywhere we look we see evidences of evil. We see evidences mm-hmm. of what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah and what was going on in uh, during the time of Lot. And it says in the 24th chapter of Matthew, as it was in the days of Noah, okay, pointing toward mm-hmm. the end times. So we should not be surprised when we see all of these things. But 
uh, we right. should um, realize that we have been given all things. We've been blessed with all things. We have been Amen. translated into his dear son. And we mm-hmm. have hope through his grace that he will sustain us to the very end. Now, I'm going to, Mark, do you have any further comments about uh, that passage that we've just gone over? Oh, yes. I was just thinking of something else, but then it went away. But that's okay. But, yes, we, we, we know that every day this world is getting worse. Oh, I just remembered it. And, and that scripture, when you see the world getting worse, look up because your redemption draws nigh. So Amen. that was thinking of a minute ago. And yes, the world is getting worse and worse, and and the and the operative principle of the world is that the people who do sins they like and give approval to others who do who are into that same kind of sin. They they love it and they approve of them that do sin, and they can't. They're trapped in it. They 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 they're trapped in it by God's design, and and they can't get out. That's right. That's right. It reminds me of um, a passage that you were referring to in Thessalonians, uh, where it says, Mm -hmm. one another with these thoughts. And he also reminds us uh, in here that in the, let me see if I can find it real, yes, in chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians, he says, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. What a contrast. So he Mm -hmm. has not appointed us to wrath, but but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he says, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. And then this goes Mm -hmm. down to the verse that I think Brother Mark was referring to in verse 11. Wherefore, Mm -hmm. comfort yourselves together and edify one another, as also ye do. And he also says Mm -hmm. that uh, in another place, after talking about what is going to happen in these last Mm -hmm. days, that he says that we should, um, I'm going to read this as in chapter 2 of Second Thessalonians. Uh, he says, verse 16, Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and, even, and God, even our Father, which has loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation, everlasting consolation and good hope, through grace comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's a that's a great um, comfort to us to know that he's established us in every good word and work. Yeah. Now, I um, I know that sometimes it's a little disconcerting for us who are living in this cursed world. We look and mm-hmm. see what's going. Uh, and we start seeing all of these things. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that we're given a lot of wonderful promises in God's Word that we can go to 
mm-hmm. and we can gain sustenance from and that we can gain our daily um, you know we can we can get fed each day we can also drink from the living water of salvation through the Word of God is what mm-hmm. Christ has given to, to sustain us through these times so um, that's kind of what I had on my mind tonight and this is quite a paradox between those who are wicked reprobate and what God has done for his sheep sometimes we kind of have to pinch ourselves and realize wow I'm really one of those that have been recipients of his grace what a miracle what a what a fantastic um, future we have to look forward to so when we, get discouraged, when we get discouraged let us remember that we have a tremendous future ahead of us an everlasting future and all of these people who are on a joy ride right now in sin mm-hmm. seem to be having a good time and seem to be uh, living for the moment's pleasure one of these days right. you're going they are going to cry for the rocks and the mountains to fall on yes Mm-hmm. I want to thank Brother Mark for his help tonight and working through this chapter with me. I hope this has been an encouragement to all of God's people, and we want to thank all of our people that have joined. All of the people that have joined us on Facebook tonight. It's been a blessing to see you there, and also I want to thank Brother Mark again for his faithfulness and laboring with me. Um, and Brother Mark, I'll, I'll give you the last uh, the last word this evening. Well, I just praise God for this uh, way that we can reach out, you know, with the light of the word and 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 uh, and spread the light to those who are looking for it. And they they may be far and few in between, but there are still ones out there that God has put in the world that are looking for the light. And yeah. so praise God for that. That we can we can praise God that we can work in honoring the Lord in this way. It's such a blessing. It really is. Well, I want to. I want to just encourage all the Facebook friends and the people that listen as well on Sermon Audio and the people who listen on Talk Show as well to be encouraged. And may you have a blessed week before you. And Mark, I hope you have a blessed week as well. And I'm going to say good night. And we look forward to maybe visiting with you tomorrow night. We will be on yes. with Ed Henry. He's talking mm-hmm. he's going to be talking about the biblical Jesus in contrast to the false Jesus. And then Wednesday right. night, Brother Mark, Mark Kennedy and I myself will be starting through the book. Um, God does not love everyone, but he does love his elect from everlasting to everlasting. So with that, I'm going to say good night, Brother Mark. God bless you. Brother Larry? Yes, God bless you as well. Have a good week. Thank you. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow night.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.